All right, bradcooney.com would like to welcome in from The Voice Season 11, Mr. Johnny Rez. What is up, Johnny? Thanks for joining us. Hey, Brad. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Awesome, man. Definitely glad you're on board. All right, let's jump right into this thing, man. You just recently had your blind audition on national television in front of a bunch of legends, in front of millions of people. So talk about it, man. What was the experience like? Yeah, it's been it's been crazy to say the least. Um, definitely pleasantly overwhelming. Uh, a lot of people reaching out and a lot of support over just all different platforms, uh, even personally from friends and family. It's been incredible so far, uh, Brad. It really has. Um, it's a blessing to be on the show. It's a blessing to uh, to watch it all unravel like it did the other night. Uh, it's been a year. It's been a year process. So finally getting to see this whole thing get started. Um, it's just incredible, and it's um, you know, I've, I've experienced just a growth uh, on different platforms, and um, it's been awesome. Yeah, man. So, kind of talk us through a little bit how it was, or how it is that you that you ended up on the show. Can you can you kind of go over what the process is like? Like how how, how did you end up there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I think in my case it was a little different, maybe from a lot of others that auditioned for The Voice, but I was, uh, they actually contacted me, they sent me an email back in like November or December last year, and uh, they reached out to me, I think they might have found me through my YouTube videos, mm. and um, they offered they offered me the opportunity to, to do a private audition. Um, so I, when I read that email initially, I was super in shock, and uh, they gave me some dates listed and uh, different times that I would be able to do an audition, and I, I chose an audition all the way on the other side of of the map, uh, at least here in the U.S., um, all the way in California, and I went to Los Angeles in January, and I did my uh, my private, my closed audition. Wow, man! So, where did you grow? Where Where did you live? Where are you from? I live in Miami, Florida. I was born here in Miami. Uh, been here all my life, twenty six years now. And uh, you know, I was born here. My my parents are Cuban, and uh, I don't know if you've ever been to Miami before, but it's very much like a Cuban, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, culture I, down here. Yes, I have. Have you visited before? Yeah, I've been to South Florida many times. I love it down there, and actually, I love the Cuban culture. And I'll take it a step further. I've actually been to Cuba too. No way! You're kidding me. I was in Cuba in 1986. Uh, I was on the naval base down there, Guantanamo Bay. Um, so I didn't. I didn't get to. I didn't get to enjoy the culture of Cuba um, because I was on a naval base. But what I did get to do was uh, I remember on my ship because I was in the navy, and on my ship we have what they call big eyes. It's like a big binoculars on a big tripod. Like, like you look, they're used like when you're out to sea, like to see what other ships are look 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 like out to sea. But anyway, I was able to look at the big eyes and like and like scan the little villages. Um, and it was like looking back in time, dude. It was like 1950s cars, 1957 vehicles driving around. But it was, it was just, look, it was, look, yeah, it was pretty amazing, really. But yeah, yeah. So I've been, there. I've been to Cuba. I just wish I could enjoy the culture a little bit more. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, you, you beat me to it because I haven't even been there. My parents left in the '60s, and yeah. things were very different, you know, before the revolution happened. But that's, that's awesome that you got to. Got yeah. to see a part of it. Well, actually, I, and, and, and I'm not sure how you feel about this, and we're kind of drifting from the voice here. We'll get right back on the voice. But I, I, personally speaking, I'm kind of glad that President Obama made it easier for Americans to, to visit um, to visit down there in Cuba. I think I think it will help them economically. Well, let's hope so, anyway. Yeah, 
I'd have to agree with that to a certain point. Um, I think it's definitely a controversial topic down here in Miami, and especially yeah. the original Cubans. The, the real problem is, um, especially to the Cubans who were there, you know, back in the day, and the Cubans that you know fleed the regime, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, when Fidel Castro, when Fidel Castro took over, he took a lot of property, a lot of real estate, a lot of businesses from from Cubans, from families over there. There are there are a lot of murders and just things that happened that were never set right. Yep. Um, so I, I agree to a certain extent. You know, opening up Cuba, it, it does. Um, allowed to flourish in certain ways but there's a there's a lot of blood on Fidel's hands mm -hmm. and a lot of things that were never brought to justice and in, in removing the embargo it, it was kind of like just forgiving forgiving them yeah. and yeah. continuing forward so it's a it's a tough topic to talk about but yeah I see both sides I really do work. I see both sides clearly mm -hmm. the, both sides I mean I the side you brought up certainly is legitimate the people have a rightful a rightful you know to be that Angry. I mean, I don't blame him. Honestly, uh, I think Marco Rubio is also on yeah. that on that frame of thought. So let's jump back oh, into the voice. Sure yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Finish your thought. No, I was just gonna say Marco Rubio is definitely one of our own. Yeah, yeah. And um, um, I hope to visit Cuba one day. I think it's really interesting that on the voice this season, I think there's like three of us. One of them, Pontiano. Me and him were roomies. Uh, and. And it's it's cool. It's cool to see the you know Hispanic in general and, and three Cubans on the show. It's awesome. It's very awesome. It's, it's good stuff. Um, all right. So one more side note. You said so. You are you in South Florida right now? Yeah, I'm in South Florida. I'm, I'm in Miami. Are you guys? But I may have down here because yeah, the hurricane. Man, are you are you are you guys going to evacuate? Or are you going to be okay? Well, it's it's you know it's going crazy. If you step out on the street right now, everyone is uh, chaotic. Uh, you know, supermarkets, gas stations. Um, we've we've done pretty well preparing the house and just getting everything sort of uh, you know ready for the storm. At this moment, it's looking like it's going to pass by us. But the, the issue is that like, you really never know with these things. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, it's what's funny on that topic is here in Miami we have what's called like hurricane parties. Mm -hmm. And it's literally it's 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 funny because it could be a, a super you know bad uh, a moment of nature, but at the same time, at least growing up, I have the best memories just like kind of boarding up the house. You know, even when electricity loses and stuff, we have yeah. a good time down in Miami. That can you know, see that. There's there's a certain excitement in the midst of it. You know, as serious as it is. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that. And what a great time to write music. You oh, absolutely. You know the right songs. Yeah, you got that right. Yeah, dude. All right, so your blind audition was uh, Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. What's one of my favorite songs? Um, what was the thinking behind that? Was that was that one of your favorite songs? You know, that was a song that definitely I'd I'd, uh, I'd, I'd sung before, um, and it worked out great for me. I was able to connect, definitely connect to the song and dig into the meaning of the song. Um, I kind of the music that I do is kind of very mellow and laid back and. That song definitely gave me the opportunity to, to show that off and kind of started on a low register, you know, went up in the chorus and mm -hmm. I added a, you know, a little something to it um, midway through the song to go into my falsetto. So, uh, you know, I love the message of the song and, and I think for my kind of voice, it was it was a great pick. Yeah, it was, it was. It was obviously it was good enough to get Adam and Blake to turn their chairs. Um, you picked Adam and I kind of thought you might because it's, to me it seemed more of a more of a your genre guy um, than Blake. Right. Was that the thinking? You, you Adam's just more more your genre of music. Yeah, Brad. Honestly, that was that was the deciding factor. If I can be honest, I, sure. I played the moment over and over. 
Um, and I've seen it now that it's on, you know, on TV. I've seen it again, and I, I can, you know, I can see how how interested Blake was. I can see some differences, and and um, you know, when they both turned around. But the real the real thing that made me kind of go with Adam was just that, you know, I've been I've been uh, I've known I've known Room Five, and I, I grew up listening to Room Five, and I've sang a lot of their music. And uh, I love Blake. I love his personality, his demeanor, and I do actually have a place in my heart for country music. But mm-hmm. uh, Adam was that natural choice, just because my genre is a little bit more pop right. music. So he was just the natural, natural, natural dude to go with. Yeah, man. And you know what, Blake? Blake's actually admitted it on the Voice that he ain't the best singer up there. <laughs> and Adam, mm-hmm. Adam made made a really cool comment about your falsetto. Um, he said that he can make it even better than what you than you, where you're at with it now. Um, so yeah, I really think that was a perfect pick for you. Yeah, I'll be honest. Adam has a monster falsetto. Oh yeah. Um, so I definitely admire that about him. I like even that Blake would say that it shows some humidity in that. But I, I honestly, man, Adam Adam was you know was the way to go. Dude, Adam Levine is crazy talented. He's a beast. He's a man. <laughs> he's a man. He's had. He's been. He's been successful over so many years now, and it's just like you know. He he does the music that I would like to do. So he's just a, a great guy to, to be working with. What's some? Um, can you share with the listeners something that Adams taught you thus far that's that's made you a better singer? Yeah, absolutely. I can't get too deep into it because it's yet to be seen. Sure. But I, I can I can say that he's he's helped me. Uh, sort of find a new side of my singing that I had never really dug into before. Awesome. And sort of, uh, yeah, sing, sing, sing uh, kind of push myself to, to, um, kind of push myself to sing in a way that I never had before. I can say that. So the listeners got to tune in to NBC, 8 o'clock Eastern Time on, I believe it's going to be, is it Monday nights or Tuesday nights this season? I think it's. I know Monday. I know Monday we're back at it for sure. Yeah, man. So we really need to tune in and check out what Adam's done um, for Johnny Rez. All right, so I want to back up a little bit and tell the listeners what the night before the blind auditions was like for you, man. Talk about your nerves. How'd you handle that? Talk us through it. Oh, man. Well, it's it's crazy. You know, you're out there and you're in L.A. and you know, you're, you're out there for quite some time. You're getting ready and your moment finally has come. Um, and I, I honestly don't remember having too hard of a time sleeping. I think I was able to get some rest. Definitely you have some nerves going, but it wasn't too bad, man. I'm, I'm a man of faith. I'm a man of prayer and, and mm-hmm. that keeps me grounded. Um, and I, you know, I, I, I kind of had a peaceful night's rest. And I think as you go about the next day, you start realizing, wow, this is about to happen. This is about to happen. And, um, you know, the nerves kind of play a part in it. And, and I, if I can be honest with you, Brad, I was, you know, walking up on stage, going through that hallway and then getting up on stage and just realizing that a year of all this work is finally about to mm-hmm. come, you know, come to fruition and come to a completion or, you know, even the, the beginning of something. Kind of there's pressure. There's definitely pressure that you see your family on the right side. You see the crowd before you. You see four legends in front of you, you know. <laughs> and, um, you know, in, inside, I think there was, there was definitely some nerves there, but on the outside, people told me I was, you know, super relaxed and super chill about it. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I do my best to take a, I do my best to take a breath and just give it all I got. How much of the audition do you remember? Like when you first, oh. first note to the last that's note? Funny. Yeah, that's a funny question. Um, the audition itself, I, 
you know, I think I remember a good amount of it. It's, it's crazy because they, they waited to the last moment to, uh, to turn around for me. And yeah. I think that I wasn't, I wasn't paying too much attention to them most of the time, but towards the end of the song, I was realizing, wow, you know, no, tear, no tears have turned just yet. Um, so right, coming up to that last moment that, you know, Blake and Adam hit their buttons, I was like, wow, I guess it's gonna have an outcome, you know, different from what I imagined. Mm-hmm. And right at the last moment, they turned for me, and, you know, right away we start having dialogue. And what's funny is I think other contestants would tell you the same thing. I guess it's because of the adrenaline and the excitement and stuff. I walked off of that stage and I could hardly remember the, the words that we, we spoke with each other. That happens to it's every true. person I've asked. I asked that question it's to every... Yeah, they, 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 it's like I'm, you're, probably not, I'm probably not the only person that said that. You're not. I'm almost almost every, and I've interviewed a lot of voice contestants now. This is my third, I think, my third season, and I ask this question a lot, and everybody I ask it to say the same thing. There's like there's like blackout spots. They can't remember. It's just like void. <laughs> the craziest thing because it's never nothing like that has ever happened to me before the way the phrase that I love to use to, to describe it is that it feels like a, a, a dream and a movie at the same time oh, you know wow. it's just so much is happening at once you know you, you're talking to Adam Levine Alicia Keys Miley and, and Blake Shelton and uh, it's it's really crazy I got off stage and I'm like man what did they say to me or you know some, <laughs> some, some stuff I remembered but Adam, at the end of it all, he said something to me when he gave me a hug, and for the life of me, I still can't remember it to this day. Wow! Do you remember telling Blake um, when you, you know when Blake pulls that little trick where he turns a chair at the last second? You kind of you kind of ribbed him a little bit about that. Do you remember that? I did. I did. I was I was just trying to you know trying to be funny and, it was and great. sort of interact with them. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I have a little bit of that in my personality, and I, I want to be genuine and real. I do remember saying that, and I, I do remember I was like, uh, at one point I was like, hey, Blake, can I shoot you a question? Because he, he said, you know, I love computers, I love IT. And that's when I said, well, Blake, let me shoot you a question. What is what is IT? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think that definitely added a, you know, yeah, a different I agree. to the situation. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Now, were you getting nervous because they pushed so late? Was there a part where you had, I mean, because I know you're focused on wanting to deliver the song, but was part of you saying, come on, man, somebody needs to turn around? Yeah, dude, you know, to be honest, I I think that I got through most of the song and I wasn't even really thinking about the buttons being turned, but towards the end of that last chorus, it definitely was apparent to me. Mm-hmm. And I did I did have that feeling inside that I was like, oh, man, this, may, this might just not happen. Um... And I, I kind of, you know, just kept going about the song the, the way that I was. I, I gave it a little bit more. I like to, when I sing songs, I don't necessarily plan them out too much. Maybe sometimes I do, but a, a long times I just, a lot of times I like to just follow kind of that river and kind of follow just where I'm at in that moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just let, I let it go at the end. And I think that they had already sort of, you know, maybe if I, if I saw it correctly, they had kind of already decided they were going to turn and they were just kind of playing a game with each other. Yeah, I think that's what it was. They do that a lot. Yeah, and I, 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 I'm pretty sure you sold them early in your performance that they were going to turn. Um, and I think also, I think, let's see, I'm pretty sure like a lot of, there wasn't that many slots left at when you when you auditioned, was there? There wasn't like, some of the teams are pretty much three quarters of the way filled, so they're a little more picky sometimes who they turn around for. Yeah, it was it was something like that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, I'm supposed to say this, and I don't think it's a big deal. But I, I went the second. I went the, the second day of of the auditions, and the first day they had already they had already 
yeah. had already chosen most of the people yeah, that yeah, went yeah. that day. Yeah, that's my point. So it seems it gets, the, the teams work, you know, they kind of start to get filled up. And when, and when that happens, and this is, there's nothing they can do about it. When this happens, um, they get a little more, you know, selective about what they think they can do. Yeah. It's not, it's not a, it's not a talent thing, really. It's, at that point, it's Absolutely. what can I do for this person, or is this person better for something? You know what I mean? I think that's the thinking at that point. Yeah, and you can't you can't blame them for it. If Absolutely you think about not. It. They do definitely get a little bit more picky, and they and they actually have people on their team, so they have a chance to say, well, I already have someone that sort of sings like this exactly. or has this kind of vibe. You know, so a lot of things you know play play into it, and it's definitely true. It's definitely true. When when you audition, it has a lot to do with it. It doesn't mean that you're not good or you exactly. are good. There's a lot of different factors, a lot of things happening. Who knows what the coaches are thinking about? You know. Exactly. So, what about the overall experience so far, man? Because your life's definitely changed since this happened. Um, you get recognized more. People want pictures and autographs, things like that happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, brother, it's, it's honestly been a, an amazing, incredible experience. I'm so grateful for it. Uh, uh, just yesterday, I, I did an interview um, at NBC Six, and I think the first person ever recognized me there. They're like, "Were you on the Voice last night?" They wanted a picture from me. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Um, yeah, and I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna, you know, start happening a little bit more. But I'm just honestly so, you know, I'm so grateful to to be on the show and, and be a part of this. And I, I, I really, um, I stand firm in that the best is, is yet to come, and it's definitely mm-hmm. the best season the Voice has ever seen. It's definitely gonna start happening more. Battle battle rounds, and then you know you got things going for you, dude. You got you know you're a good looking young man. You have the Johnny Rez name. You have like the perfect stage name. You know what I mean? You, you, you're very very talented. You, you're a great singer. You mix all that up in a bottle, man. You got you got you know people gonna want autographs and pictures and buy your music. So you know, and, and this is what's also nice about the voice: win, lose, or draw. You can always have the voice on your resume now. You can market this for yourself going forward in your career. You'll always have it on your resume. Definitely. Yeah, it's true. On that note, I mean, I have a great team behind me. I have someone who, you know, I do videos with. I, I you know, I, like I said, I was found on YouTube. I, you know, I do a lot of videos and I love all that stuff. And, yeah. Um, you know, so I'm surrounded by the best of people. I have a great relationship with God. That's a big part of who I am and, and how I, you know, I'm on the show and where I'm at today. And I think you got a taste of my story. Yeah, but at the end of the day, um, it's absolutely true, man. I, I, you know, I'm blessed to, to have the thing that I have and to have the talent that I do. And, and at the end of the day, I just want to redirect everyone to the truth and the fact that no matter what it is you're going through or, you know, you know there's a lot of people out there living in addiction and yeah. just different problems and different issues. I'm glad that I can be a testament. You know, to, uh, mm-hmm. to freedom and a testament to, to you know, a positive message. Yeah, and, and you're using your newly found fame to do that, which is great. I worked in two separate drug and alcohol rehabilitation centers in my life, and there's a lot of alcoholism in my family. And I have a good friend of mine who just celebrated her second year of sobriety. I'm really, really, really proud of her. Um, so now that you're... You know, a lot more people are going to be watching you now, you know, so you're, it's great that you're using that to, um, to to inspire people to do right and then to get clean. Well, you know, you know what's interesting? I've received, and this is just the beginning, I've received a lot of messages and emails from people who are struggling through something or have gone through something or their kid mm-hmm. is going through something. And, you know, a lot of them broke down in tears with my story and with yeah. during my song. 
And I got to be honest with you, in the excitement and in the grandeur of everything, you can get swept away, you know, with, with all the attention. Let's sure. just put it that way. But at the end of the day, when I get those messages, I realize the true... Yes. The true purpose in all of this, yeah. you know, and that—that's what to me. That's what really matters, and to me, that's where it's really at. You know, helping those people and allowing them to see that there is a hope. There's hope on the other side. That's going to keep you grounded, man. It's going to help you keep you grounded. It's going to help. Isn't it amazing how God works like that, brother? <laughs> it's incredible. I would have never. I would have never imagined. I would have never imagined I would be on the Voice, and I, I didn't think you know my story would be out there you know six years ago it was tough it's you you have you know you, you go through shame and embarrassment you don't want to talk about things but you know you go through a process and at the end of the day everything works out for good and i'm happy that i can turn it around it's a positive thing now you know, i can be identified by it and i can speak to others about it for the greater good it's going to save lives brother that's awesome stuff great testimony all right man so i'm about to let you go i've got a couple more things and i'll let you go um i guess what um what's some advice i like to ask this question too because there's somebody out there that's going to be listening to this podcast um and other people around the country after watching the voice what's some advice you can give somebody who's thinking about trying out for next season's show for season 12 what can you t tell them one of the first things i think i would recommend is that um you know, pick a song that really represents you and, and don't do the song the way the original artist does it, but, you know, try to put your own soul and your own spirit and give it your own spin, your own style. I think that's very important. If you just grab a song that you like and, and you kind of do a mirror image of it, you don't really show who you are in it. And that, that goes a long way. The second thing I would say is if, uh, you know, you are fortunate enough and you, you get to move on and throughout the whole auditioning process when they start interviewing also be yourself don't try to make things up don't try to make things less mm. or, or more than what they are I think a lot of people get caught up in trying to create a story or or I don't know what it is but I, I think that when you're honest with yourself and you know you talk about you know the things that you've truly been through that's that's what really sells and that's what people really want to see that's what's up great advice man all right, man. Well, look, I really, really appreciate you coming on board this podcast show. Um, I really look forward to having you back down, down, down the road a little bit on the season. Um, before I let you go, though, I want to give you an opportunity to tell your fans where they can get your song and you tell the listeners out there where they can follow you on your, on your social sites like Instagram and Twitter, Facebook. Well, you can find uh, the Blind Audition, the iTunes version of that song, Iris, on uh, right on iTunes. Um, you can search for my name, my name Johnny Rez, J-O-H-N-N-Y-R-E-Z, or just look up Iris and you'll find the voice performance of that song. Um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter, and you can find that under J-Rez Music, J-R-E-Z Music. And I'm also on Snapchat under Jonah Crespo, and if you like, uh, if you like Facebook and stuff, my music page is under Johnny Rez. You'll find me on there. 